Hello, my name is Hayley Morris and this is Conversation Time. Welcome back to the podcast and happy October. I actually cannot believe it's October already. If you're not listening from the UK, it is freezing here. But I always do look forward to this time of year because it's an excuse just to snuggle down, stay inside, binge watch some Netflix and just catch up on some rest and relaxation. Not like we need it after the lockdown, but hey ho. Anyway, today I am joined by a wonderful friend of mine. Her name is Claudia Bell. Happiness is a mood that changes positivity of the mindset. That you can yeah. learn you can learn to be positive and Claudia is someone that was on the program with me at Disney World so like myself her program was cut short and she's someone that I didn't really get to know that much while I was out there but since being home we've got to know each other a little bit more and I just feel we are very similar people we share a lot of similar views on a lot of things she like myself is very into the law of attraction and positive thinking and she's just an app absolute delight. So I hope that you enjoy listening to today's episode. If you'd like to follow Claudia on social media, you can find her on Instagram, claudia.eats.cake. And without further ado, let's jump straight in. Hello, you okay? I'm well, thank you. I'm like, am I doing this right? <laughs> Is this yeah. right? <laughs> it's always that awkward bit at the beginning where you have to press start audio and you're like, oh. <laughs> I was thinking, can she see me like this while I'm trying yeah. to press it? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well, thank you. I've had a lovely nice. afternoon, so I feel like I'm very, very chill today. So that's good. Oh, what have you done? I just had a walk into town. It's the first time I've actually done that since being back in Manchester, mm-hmm. and I've had the whole day free. Really, didn't really have much to do, and I really wanted to buy a plant. And I thought I'm going to walk into town. And just have a bit of time to myself yeah and, and buy a plant and that was what I did it was great oh I love that <laughs> that was, that was on... my afternoon oh I love it are you living on your own at the moment I am so I'm actually living back in the flat that I was in before Disney yeah so while I was away my friend was in here and then I moved back in ooh, I, come back now? I think it was beginning of August mm-hmm. so I've been back for just over a month now but it's flown by and because I've been either working or in the process of moving things I haven't really had any time to do anything so that's actually the first time I've actually been into into the town we've gone from doing nothing to then doing everything where you don't have any time to yourself anymore oh my god 100 percent. I mm. felt like in the first couple of weeks I, I worked full-time for maybe two weeks and oh it was so overwhelming it was just like I've gone from doing absolutely nothing to suddenly having a jam-packed schedule again mm. and where I'm working is about an hour away from me so that drive as well made it an even longer day and I just yeah. felt like I had absolutely no time to do anything else but I don't really know what I needed to do I just suddenly felt like I had no more time yeah. after having so long just sat around with nothing to do so yeah it was quite strange at the beginning but I'm only kind of doing part-time now that I'm not really doing it as much anymore which I think is better it's a better balance really yeah, it's all about finding that balance what are you doing for work at the moment so again I'm back at the the, the same company that I used to work for but I'm not at the same place I used to be so I worked mm-hmm. in a restaurant as the reservations and events manager mm-hmm. but obviously then left for Disney so yeah. I recruited a replacement for myself mm-hmm. so now I have no job to go oh. back to. I was 
like great I didn't really job there. <laughs> so I'm back with them but I'm just kind of helping in a sort of a support role really so I'm kind of helping at different places that need the the extra strength there because obviously everywhere's reopened they did the eat out to help out and it's just gone crazy so yeah I've been I've been doing that but it's, it's about an hour away so mm. it's a it's a long day because it's not worth me going all that way yeah when I'm when I've got a two-hour commute with it so I'm doing long days but it's fine Actually, yeah. I'm not doing full-time anymore so I have plenty of time to myself as well which I think is still very much needed at the moment yeah it's very important I think it's one thing that I guess everyone kind of realized during lockdown how important it is to have time to yourself and then I think a lot of us went straight back into work forgetting about the fact that you do actually need that time for yourself to be yeah, able definitely. to relax be able to do things you enjoy and not get yourself back in I suppose everyone got in a headspace before we went into lockdown of you know you're so busy all the time you don't have time for yourself and then we had that whole period in lockdown where it was all about yourself all about having time yeah. for yourself and then it's it's now finding the balance of the two and getting that right yeah definitely I felt I, I joked about it during lockdown I felt like I was institutionalized I felt like I was actually scared to to go back out yeah. again and, and I, I, it was it's almost like you wanted a reason to be put back into the safe zone you know even though at the, at the start of it all we were all you know just desperate to get out again mm. when it finally got to the point where we could leave I was like oh, I don't want to now you no, know, I'm I know. In, my, in my little safe bubble I don't want to leave I don't want to see the real world because I didn't really know what to expect from it all really so I definitely think those first few weeks was was a lot when I really started kind of getting back out and about again but I'm okay now I think I feel like I'm getting yeah. into getting into my flow with things good how did you find I mean obviously I, I know what you've gone through with it but how did you find <laughs> coming at, coming back from Orlando and coming back from Disney oh god it was just I think funny, I, I listened to your recent podcast this morning actually as I was walking into town I think that's what <laughs> set my day off as well because Aww. I was like oh it was like a nice little 20 minute one and I just had a really yeah. nice little stroll and I was listening I felt like really energized for the day and um, there was something that you said that really struck home with me which was we didn't have the time to make the plans that we needed to make that you mm. we all knew this was never going to be forever it was a temporary yeah. thing it's a year you know it goes fast but it is still a year it's a decent amount of time to really figure out what you want to do at the end of it all mm-hmm. and it just happens so fast that coming home and not having a clue and not just coming home under normal circumstances all the things that you may have done you couldn't do you know there was no option for thinking oh well I'll go and do this and I'll go and mm-hmm. do that and I'll try this that and the other you didn't have those options so it was a lot to kind of go from from what it was such a, an a extreme change of of lifestyle really and of pace and just everything it was yeah I, I'll, I've got no shame in saying I really struggled I really yeah. did because it was just having that sort of that plan and that direction and I am I used to be an obsessive planner I'm not anymore I used to be always sort of thinking five years ahead ten years ahead this is what I want to yeah. do this is where I want to be and a few years ago I just realized it was just it wasn't getting anywhere and no. I never really planned much further than a few months at a time now really and I think well what do I maybe want to do next year and that's kind of as far as ahead I work um but then to have that just that small plan Mm-hmm. and have that be taken away with such short notice it was it was really tough to kind of think oh, now well, what do we do you know you just feel like you're back to square one yeah with I, I think it's so difficult I think my first program when I came home I struggled but I didn't struggle like I did this time I struggled in a sense it is a completely different lifestyle over there and I think a lot of people who have never done it before don't quite understand that it, it is so vastly different from the life you lead at yeah. home there's so many things you, you know you're always around friends and it's constantly like you don't have any troubles really there's nothing there's nothing while you're there that's really going to kind of play 
a big impact on you. You're not, you're never going to have a really big struggle money wise over there, really. Like you might do at the beginning, but it kind of evens itself out, but you know, you don't have your bills to take care of and stuff like that. So when you come home and you're suddenly thrust back into the real world, it's quite difficult, but having it this time round has been, I think for everyone involved, so yeah. horrific. Cause it's, it's not only that you're coming back and you don't have that, that support, like we got furloughed and we didn't get money from it because it's a different scheme to what we have in the UK. It's, you know, where do you live? What job do you do if there's no jobs around? And it's, it's such a strange situation to deal with. Um, yeah. And do you, do you feel now that you're going to look ahead five, 10 years or do you think that you're going to kind of stay? No, it's just, yeah. I just feel like it's not realistic. I think I'd rather just keep as I am and, and keep with sort of small, small steps with things really. Cause I think when you look too far ahead, you just don't I feel like time just passes you by and you're not actually yeah. living in the present and I do always have this not in a in a morbid sense but I'm always very much you know life is short and you just don't know what's around the corner I mean this is if nothing else this has taught us that that mm. no one could have ever seen this coming and I think that's really brought that home for me again that we just don't know what's around the corner so I just think now that things are starting to get a bit more back to normal I'm kind of at the moment I have no idea what's going to happen next I'm kind of just I'm just making do for now because yeah. I just need to get things back on track again and I'm just going to try and focus on myself but in terms of the future I think I don't know I just think if I made a plan we don't know at the moment if that can even go ahead anyway so yeah. it's 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 a strange one really but even if things were normal I still don't think I'd plan much further ahead because I just don't think it's served me well in the past I think it's better to try and focus on the now a bit more and yeah. not let time pass you by sort of living for a future that not that it might not happen but you just don't know where your life's always going to take you so I think that's not always the best way to be that's just my opinion with it, I suppose. yeah no I totally agree with that because I think so many of us have I think it's school or I think in interviews they always ask you what's your five-year plan and it's always been something that's so badly pushed into younger people where it's like what's your five-year plan you must have a five-year plan or you must have some sort of plan for your future and you must know it all and figure it all out and it's kind of like it actually completely hinders you because yeah. you are literally going through life being like okay so um I, I know on my phone I actually found it a couple of weeks ago it's on my notes from I think it's from like 2015 and I've broken down my goals by my age and I I've looked at it now and I thought why on earth did I do that because what that's done is made me feel like right tunnel vision that's all I can do that's what I want to do in 2015 so you know in five years time in 2000 and whatever you know because some of it goes up quite high <laughs> like when I'm like <laughs> 30 something it's like whatever year that is I've planned ahead that far so it's it's kind of like well I'm, I'm actually only exclusively open to the things that I've said in 2015 I want to do and so anything yeah. else that comes up I'm kind of going no that's not in my plan so I'm not going to do that I'm glad I didn't stick to it because that would have been horrific. But, you know, you're kind of taught to do that. And then you miss out on opportunities. You miss out on things that maybe were meant for you and you thought weren't meant for you. It's, it's such a confusing thing having everything planned out. Like it's, I just think it's so wrong. Yeah, I completely agree. I say I, I have this plan. And to be fair, it was down to the fact that I was in a serious relationship some time back. And I think at that point in time I like you just said had this tunnel vision of right this is where my life's going to go this is what mm. I'm going to do this is what I'm going to do for work this is how my personal life's going to go and that ended and I was suddenly back in this position where I thought oh I'm starting again mm. and 
that was quite hard to deal with at the beginning. But once I kind of got past that, you do then see the positives in it and think, well, hang on, I've got a complete blank space now that I can, I can start from. So why set myself these, these sort of set targets that, you know, past experiences now taught me just don't always come mm. to fruition. So I'd much rather just think, well, what do I want to do right now? What makes me happy now? Yeah. What shall I, what shall I do this year? Watch, even if that means doing something completely different again next year. And it's strange actually we said about the age thing because I applied obviously for Disney and I knew full well that my age was not going to be an issue but I knew I'd be one of the older ones there I knew that and it's so weird because someone said to me do I not wish I'd done it when I was younger and my honest answer was no because I just think you're always meant to be where you are at that point in time and I think had I not have done all the things that I'd done prior to me going to Disney I wouldn't have ever thought to apply for it so it didn't obviously occur to me when I was 23 to go and apply for Disney it occurred to me now at this point so I just think you are meant to be where you're meant to be at that point in time and you can't always go by what I guess society says you should be doing at a certain age yeah no I think as soon as you lose that mentality as well I feel like your life actually gets so much easier because as soon as I started thinking to myself that my age doesn't matter I actually feel younger yeah it's so true it's it's such a freeing thing I think as soon as you let go of everything that society tells you you have to be you're like oh fuck it I don't care I'm just gonna do what I want whatever and that is the thing I I think those age things that were set years ago are all set over a really dated kind of I I don't know how to say it but basically like I've said before several times I think as people died at younger ages maybe like 60s and 70s things were a little bit more you know you have to have done this by this age this by this age and you know the more we're progressing the more it's like well okay we we have longer and so nothing matters as much really we don't have to have although we're not promised tomorrow we do technically have more time to do the things we enjoy and it is way more about doing the things that make you happy and following a path that's suited to you rather than following a path that you feel you have to go along because everyone's yeah absolutely to make you feel you should be doing that yeah a man I know actually he's in his 40s and he's just graduated from university he was I used to work with him in a, in a restaurant I used to work at he was a general manager there and he was so good at his job he was with the company for years and years and he just decided one day that he just he'd had enough he's married he had two kids he went back to university and studied to be a physiotherapist and he's graduated this year and he's just got this whole new career in front of him and he said I'm in my forties now. I don't plan on retiring anytime soon. Why not just go in and have a brand new start and do something else? He went, I might do it for 10 years and then do the same thing again and have a change. And I just think that's such a refreshing way of looking at things that you don't have to do the same thing for your whole life. It's, Mm. you know, like you said, tomorrow isn't promised, but let's just say it is. Let's just live in hope here that we have all got long and healthy lives. There's so much time to do so many different things. I just think it's a big world and we should all just do as much as we possibly can in our time that we're on it it's so true and I think the one thing with that that the first thing I thought about is I think so many people who are I guess 30 plus they're so scared to make a big career change or to go back to studying to change it because there's such a stigma it's kind of like well you're you, you know you've gone past the age you should be studying now it's like no there isn't there isn't an age that I should be studying yeah. I'm just told at an age where I really don't know what the fuck I want with my life at 18 I went and chose what I want to do at uni and at that point in my life I didn't even know 
what shoes I wanted to wear. Do you know what I mean? I had no idea who I was. <laughs> I didn't know who I was, what I wanted to do. I just had an idea in my head and was like, yeah, I'll go and get myself into 20 grand of debt. And, you know, I think that's what I want to do. And so many people do that. And then they feel forced because they've got that debt behind them, because they've got that degree behind them that, you know, they're forced to do that and then make something of it because they've spent so much time studying it. And they think, okay, so I got that degree. I'm going to have to use it now. And there is no shame in going, I, you know, I, this, this doesn't make me happy. This isn't something I actually want to do. So I'm going to go, hmm, let's change it completely, do something else. And it's, that is all life is about. It's about experience. It's about trying new things, finding who you are and what you enjoy and just being happy. Yeah, definitely. I completely agree. It's funny, actually. I, I left school when I was 16. I didn't even stay and do my A-levels. I had absolutely no idea what I wanted to do. And I thought I shall work. And I went and got a job. And and that was it. And there was there were times where I'd look back and think, you know, I probably really should have stayed on. And even now, sometimes I still think, you know, would my life be different if I had a degree? But then, I mean, prior to going to Disney, I had a good job. I was in a good position. Um, mm. And it's something that people who, you know, people would go and do courses in event management and and uh, hospitality management and things like that. And, and I got it because I'd had the experience. So you can look at it both ways. Yes, obviously the degree is going to give you the edge in certain roles, but at the same time, there is nothing better than work experience, I think. And yeah. I had worked my way up to that point where, I, I did the job well despite not having you know the qualifications necessarily mm-hmm. behind me because I have the experience I think I think education obviously is so important but I do think it's not the be all and end all because there are many people who have gone on to have a successful career who don't have a degree in anything I think that yeah it is all down to experience and I think it's having the confidence to I know there's a lot of people that would be scared to apply for things without a degree and it's like why because I now knowing people that are at the age of deciding whether they should go to university or not I, I've spoken to um, 18 year olds and 17 year olds that are deciding that I know and work with and I've been like I'll be honest I went to university and I've only really found that people have asked about my degree in two jobs and that's out of an array of different jobs I've had in that field. And it's, it's really not important. They don't care. They never ask you what you got in your degree. Um, and they, they look at it on paper and they go, okay, cool. But can you do the job? It's, I do yeah. feel personally like my uni degree was a little bit wasted. Like I, I feel like it's taught me a lot and I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now with the podcast and my YouTube channel without it. Cause it taught me how to produce things, but it's not really got me anywhere job wise. And I think that is something that's really changing now. Cause I think when we were that age, it was so forced on everyone. And now it's kind of becoming more of an option and less of a yeah. necessity. Yes, definitely. At the point I was in school, it was quite a shock that I decided not to carry on. And I, and mm. I, I did well at school and then I considered myself to be relatively smart. Um, but I just felt like it just wasn't for me. I just didn't think there was any more I wanted to do because I didn't know at that point where I wanted to go. And I felt like if I was forced to go, I, I would have had no idea what I would have chosen to study. I really wouldn't have done. I think now I could look back and think, okay, I maybe would have done this and that. But mm-hmm. at that point in my time, I, I didn't really, I just didn't know what I'd want to do. And I, like I said already, I feel like yeah. even though you might want to do something at that particular point, it doesn't mean you're going to carry on doing it anyway for the rest of your life. So no, exactly. You, you've no idea what, what's going to happen in your life and 
what you're going to find interesting. I know that when I came back from uni, uh, uni, when I came back from Disney on my first program, I was like, why didn't I study psychology? Like, I'm really interested in that. And I really considered for a while going into psychology. And then I was like, do you know what? I think it's just something that I enjoy reading about. Maybe not something I actually want to do, <laughs> but it, it happens so much, doesn't it? You go, oh, I really enjoy that. Maybe I'll study that because I feel maybe that's a job I can do. And then you realize it's not really. It's not yeah, really what you think. I, I find a passion. I think, oh, I could do this for a living. And I think, no, you actually just like watching documentaries about that particular thing, <laughs> yeah. or you just you just enjoy it as a hobby. I yeah. think it's really good to have those things as well, though, and have and recognise things that you're maybe good at in a working environment, but things that you also enjoy that aren't for work. Because I think it obviously you have to enjoy what you do for work. And I'm a really big advocate of that. I just think life's too short to, mm. to have a job that you don't enjoy doing. We spend so much of our time working that you must enjoy it. But I think it's also important to have things that you enjoy that are just for you and they're not for, for work purposes or yeah. for financial gain. You just go and you do them because you want to do them. It doesn't matter what the outcome of it is. Kind of one of those things that eases tension. It makes you feel happy. And I don't yeah. know, sometimes it connects you with people i actually started tap dancing um about three years ago is it now yeah it'd be three years ago oh, um no way. i you yeah i used to dance when i was younger yeah and i was like oh, i really want to do tap classes again and i just thought i'm gonna i'm gonna find somewhere i'm gonna go and do it and i found a like a dance studio with it run different classes i do ballet tap jazz contemporary and i found this um adults beginners tap class and i went on my own and i just thought i'm just gonna go and i'll just bite the bullet and do it and I went right up until going to Disney. I literally went every single week, unless it was cancelled for whatever reason or I was physically out of the country. I would never make any plans on a Monday night because it was my favourite night of the week mm. because it was just a day that I went and I did something for myself and I just have such a good time. And I met so many different people as well that I know I would have never met before. Mm. And it was it was quite amazing to see the, the kind of the group that it brought together as well. People from all different backgrounds, all different careers who just met on a Monday night to just tap dance to pop songs and just and have a laugh yeah. and enjoy it it was it hasn't started back yet obviously because um lockdown but I think at the end of this month I believe the classes are resuming I'm very excited for that because it's obviously been a year since I've been because Disney and then lockdown so yeah fingers crossed oh, it'll so be nice. the end of this month stuff like that is so it's so freeing isn't it it's just like such a nice I thing actually to took do. my tap shoes with me to Orlando just in Did case you? yeah I, thought, I might find after a while I've settled in I want to mm. have like something that I do for myself it's something out of Disney so yeah. I took my shoes and my plan was kind of once things settled and I mm. got into service and I'd find somewhere but obviously we didn't really get that far so <laughs> that didn't really Sadly. happen do you still meditate I do I actually do um something called transcendental meditation I don't know if you've heard of it oh I haven't so I um so you have we don't have to be but you it's recommended that you are taught by a a TM teacher so mm -hmm. I found out about this a few years ago I was at a point where I'd come back from traveling and I I think I came back thinking that, you know, the, the world was suddenly going to make sense. You know, I'd, I'd seen the world, I'd done this, I'd done yeah. that, and I'm going to come home and I'm going to know exactly what I was going to do next. And I didn't. And I had racked up a whopping credit card bill from my, my last few weeks that I was there and I just needed money. So I kind of, I got a job, I was, I was waitressing and it was fine. Like I was, I was getting the money that I needed to do, but I wasn't happy there. Mm -hmm. um, and I just went down a bit of a dark path really and I really wasn't feeling good at all and I knew that I needed to to do something 
as in like something physical that uh, to actually make a change in the way that I was was dealing with the thoughts that were going on in my head and again it at the time I didn't see it this way because I hadn't really got into it then but now I just really see how sort of the law of attraction had just brought it all to me a friend of mine told me about this type of meditation and I looked into it and the, the, the thing with TM is that it's it's very much just a normal meditation. It's done in silence and you, you're given a mantra when you're taught. And I you have heard of this one. Yes, and you, yes. And it kind of, it makes your brain sink to its purest states of consciousness. And it doesn't always happen because a lot of the time when your brain starts to relax, it naturally then starts chucking out all the stress that yeah. it has. And that stress comes in the form of thoughts. So when you're having these thoughts when you're meditating, it's because that's the brain kind of throwing mm -hmm. away the things it doesn't want anymore while it's, it's sinking to pure consciousness. Um, but you get these moments where it's just quiet and you're just like, ah, oh. and it's just so still and it's just wonderful. And you're supposed to do it twice a day. I don't, I do once a day, but I do it every day, once a day in the morning. Mm -hmm. The only reason I don't do twice a day is because it just doesn't fit with my lifestyle. I work yeah. long days and it's just not possible for me to do it. But if I have the chance to, I'll try and get that second one in, but I still feel the benefits even just doing once a day. And it just makes your brain just more coherent really. And I find that I'm I'm so much better now at at seeing reason with situations and 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 thinking a lot clearer. It's it just it, it's it's very calming and the, because that state of transcendence that you go to is so restful for the body. It's it's more effective than sleep, even though it's only yeah. for twenty minutes. You get all those physical benefits of rest and sleep as well. So you just feel like you have so much more energy and. It's just, honestly it changed my life I would say it changed my life it was yeah. it, it was a point it was the turning point for me because I was I was at quite a dark point really and then it was that I think it was doing that that then led me to making a decision to go home which like mm -hmm. I said was one of the best things I've ever done and it was while I was at home that I the same friend in fact who told me about transcendental meditation messaged me and said what's your address I'm going to send you a book and she sent me a copy oh. of the secret and oh, no way. yeah and she went it's, it's gonna blow your mind and I read it in one day and it was just like why have I never come across this before mm. how how is this a thing how do I not know this how does not everybody know this yeah and it just blew my mind and I just think the combination of the two things having this sort of this knowledge now this power mm -hmm. with the fact that I could now I felt so much calmer than I had in years and I could think so much clearer the two things together just just turned everything around for me really i think i never really understand why meditation isn't part of the curriculum at school not the curriculum but part of the day at school because i do think there's something about that that state your brain goes in that one you're way more calm so i think that you know for kids that is so such a a better state to be in at school because they're you know more manageable if they're stressful or you know, a little bit troubled. Um, so it's better for the teachers. But I also think your your brain is so much more receptive to taking on information and to... 100%. Yeah, it, I feel when I... Because I'm not really in a routine of meditating every day at the moment. I really would like to. And I think I am one of those people that always makes an excuse and says I don't have time when really... I've, I've got time. There's definitely time in my day. I could carve out 20 minutes, but I am one of those people that go, I, can't, I feel like I don't have time to do it every single day. And so I put it off and I get really fidgety and I know so many people are the same as me. And then you hear the benefits and you think, oh no, I have to do this. This is something that is just so important. Um, yeah. 
have you made it so much of a habit that you couldn't skip a day like it, it's so ingrained in you there there's occasions where I will skip one um but it's rare and it's funny actually because even though I I could see the difference once once I started but I so I learned in the January when I moved back to Manchester in the September I got a new job and I'd just been on holiday to Disney and so I was away for the two weeks or whatever and I didn't meditate the whole time I was there because it just didn't it just didn't occur to me. I was, in, I was on holiday. I was in holiday yeah. mode. It just didn't occur to me to do it. And then I came home and went straight into this new job. And after a couple of weeks of being there, I started to get really, really tense and easily irritated by situations that shouldn't really be bothering me. Yeah. I felt really on edge. I felt like I was getting a little bit out of control with my thoughts again. And I wasn't able to just be rational and process things. And I just thought, oh my God, I haven't meditated for about a month. And it was, it was the biggest wake up call. And I realized then that I really have seen a difference from doing this and by stopping it it made me realize just how strong the benefits were yeah. and since then I've gone straight back and I've, I've done it every, yeah I'd say near enough every day since I'll always get one in that is it's just I just think it's really important mm -hmm. I did I used to do it every morning when I was in Disney straight away when I moved in I was like I said to my room I was like just so you know I meditate every morning so if I look like I'm asleep I'm sat up and it looked really awkward that's what I'm doing just leave me and then and she's like okay that's fine and I used to wake up in the morning I'd get up and do my thing and I'd get back in bed and sit there which is what I do at home now I, I sit back in my bed just because it's comfortable but mm. once I'm fully awake so I know I won't fall back to sleep and I just sit and I do 20 minutes and then I wake up and I'm just like ready for the day then like here we go and can it's, you yeah, do it even when there's noise around you do you feel you can still do it or do you feel like that distracts you I can, um, but it's, it's certainly easier if it's if it's quiet. And it is, it's not obviously a guided one. You just do it in silence. Mm -hmm. But I have done it before. I've done it on a plane. I've done it on a train before. I've done it in a space. Um, but obviously, it's much easier to be somewhere where you feel comfortable because you're not asleep and you are aware that so if I tried to do it once in my car I went I took a break from work I thought, I'm gonna sit in my car and meditate and I was just so jumpy thinking that someone's gonna knock on the window or something yeah. so I, I gave that up then but no I, I think I could do it in with with noise but it's certainly easier without I really really need to do it I think I've always thought that you have to be in the perfect position you know it's strange to think that you can do it anywhere I know I've got a friend that she goes on long walks and she says she's meditating as she's walking and I'm like but your eyes are open she's like yeah but you still you still can do it with your eyes open like you can meditate and walk along just focusing on your breath and being in the moment that's the same thing yeah. like it's there's just so many different types and I think yeah. that that is the thing I think you have to find the one that one works for you and two works for your routine do you feel now say someone came up to you and had like an argument with you and was really unreasonable do you think that you wouldn't feel like you need to argue I don't I don't ever feel like you'd be the type to argue back though to be fair <laughs> I uh, <laughs> um no I do I feel like it, it say it was a real turning point and I think it, because I felt so much calmer just generally like on a day-to-day -day basis obviously you still have bad days everybody does it's not a miracle cure but generally speaking I felt like my state was just much calmer than it had ever been and then combined with the fact that I suddenly realized how important the power of positivity was yeah. the two things I think just connected and it just made for this this real big shift in in me as a person where I just thought okay just just chill basically and just just stay, be calm be happy be positive and everything just seems to then work itself out and I, I'd say it was a it was a, a very significant turning point in my life and I've seen mm. 
you know, prior to this point where things have got a little bit belly up again, you know, everything has just got steadily better and better for me since these two things kind of came together in my life, I feel. I do think the power of positivity is a huge, huge thing. And I, I know there's a lot of people out there that say, but you can't be positive all the time. You can't always look on the bright side of life because life can be so hard and so many things go wrong. But I am one of those people that I, I strongly, I, I definitely think that positivity can make such a huge impact to your life. I think waking up in the morning and instead of going, oh, I don't want to wake up now and oh, I've got to go to work today and oh, this is annoying, this is annoying. It's like you've taken so many negatives from the day before and you've taken so many negatives that don't, they don't even exist and you've made something, yeah. a mountain that didn't need to be. It should have just been a flat river. And it is, there's such a difference waking up in the morning instead of going, oh, I don't want to wake up yet, going, oh, I'm so grateful. I just got a really nice night's sleep and I got some time in a really comfortable bed. And it's like changing, yeah. like the, re it, it doesn't have to be like you wake up and you're like, I'm so happy. I'm really happy. It's more <laughs> wake up and go, I'm really, really grateful for five things that are so simple, you know? And it's, it's looking, I think the positivity thing comes from gratitude. It's, it's looking for things that are good rather than looking for yeah. bad things. And I, I've got a quote on my mirror over there. It's like a little card from Sugarboo in Disney Springs. Um, and it's something like, um, just trying to see if I can see it. It's something about people who um, count their worries and don't count their blessings have a, basically, in a nutshell, it's like you have a worse life if you're sat there yeah. counting the negatives and not counting your blessings. And I, I realized, obviously, I started getting into the law of attraction when I was quite a lot younger than I am now. And it was the right time for me to get into it, but I don't think it fully sunk in until I did get into my 20s. But it was just teaching me that really simple things can turn a negative into a positive. And that changed my life hugely and has brought so many amazing people into my life. And I don't know, like I think now, even when I do get into a bad mood, I do sit there and I go, right, I've trained my brain to go, okay, now there's 10 things I have to find that are positive out of this situation. And every big downfall yeah. in my life has had a huge positive outcome. Definitely. I think for me, like the best years of my life followed the worst point of my life. Yeah. And I think they wouldn't have happened if that thing in time didn't happen either and I still think that now with everything that's happened like I say I'm the first to admit that I've really struggled with everything with mm. not just because of Disney but just everything that came with it you know it was a real tough time for me with a lot of other things that were going on at the same time and I think even throughout it all I think that was part of why I struggled as well because during sort of like the, the peak of lockdown when I was feeling really really rubbish I felt like oh, I'm being negative and I know that this is so detrimental to me if I'm being negative because yeah. I'm just going to get stuck into that negative mindset. I'm going to attract more negative things. And then I realized that I actually wasn't being negative. I was just being sad and you're allowed to be sad and be positive. Yeah. Positivity isn't the same as happiness. And I read this somewhere during lockdown, someone posted something like a, an Instagram post and I ended up reading the full link and it said that happiness is a mood that changes positivity is a mindset that you can yeah. learn you can learn to be positive it doesn't necessarily make you happy on every single day but you can still be positive with it and I realized that despite how miserable I was at one point after we'd all came back 
in my head I was still convinced I was going back I was like no things are going to work out things mm. will be all right in the end and that was me still being positive despite the fact that I wanted to cry every day you know yeah. you can you can have sad days but you can still keep that that faith that there will be a greater good at the end of it all and I still think that now I don't know what it's going to be now I've really not got a clue but I just think that as a as humans we none of nobody deserves to not come out of all of this that we've been through without something good at the end of it and I just think it might be a while before that moment happens but there will come a point in time when we're going to look back and go do you know what that wouldn't have happened actually if I hadn't come back when I did something amazing is going to happen I think it was such a dark time and like you said it's always those dark times that something amazing happens afterwards and I do I think that is probably why you and I both have this feeling in our head that January 2021 is going to be amazing <laughs> because it's like we've thought well actually in the past when really bad stuff has happened the next year has been insane so I feel like <laughs> yeah. that that is what's going to happen but I am also still in that mindset of going 2020 is not not a complete write-off it's still there's still time left for something really cool to happen or amazing things to happen so I think you know that positive mindset is the perfect thing to hold on to and keep going with yeah definitely and what we've got to remember as well is that we all had some good months at the beginning of the year so Mm. it hasn't been a complete you know washout if you look back at the whole year you know some great things happened in January and February and even parts of March before all this happened and I think it's it's important to not lose sight of that as well and don't just look back and think oh what a terrible year this was because there have been some good times and even through lockdown there were some days that were good you know even doing absolutely nothing at all I got to spend time with my family even that in itself the fact that the three of us were able to just sit at home week in week out which has never happened ever in my life you know that's something that I'm never going to get back again that time and I even at that point where it felt awful I still recognize that and I thought I will be glad that I had this time with my family um so I think yeah it's really important to kind of lock on to some of the the good parts as well um even though it's it can seem so hard to because you you instant reaction to think oh, this is bullshit you know what what is this what's going on yeah <laughs> you just want things to be all right again mm. but you've got to try and I think it's just the only way to keep yourself going really is just to hope that things are all just going to work out and it is only if you look at it if you always think zoom out of this year in in your entire existence it's one year that's one thing I always think it's it might be right now and it might be happening to us right now but everything is so temporary and I always think about times where I felt really sad and really bad things have happened I actually don't remember how I felt and I think I'm going to go into next year and go into years after and I'm not going to I'm not going to remember how I felt I'm just going to know that I was sad I'm not going to remember yes. that feeling of being sad I'm just going to look back at 2020 and be like some bad things did happen but my brain tends to hold on to the good and goes oh it was I, I don't know why I always forget the bad things like I, my brain really just goes nah you don't you don't need that memory I'm exactly the same yeah so you'll look back and you'll go well 2020 was such a cool year because I got so much time at home with my family and I got so much time to do the things I enjoyed that weren't weren't expensive and were just very wholesome moments and it's it's <laughs> yeah. nice to be able to look back and think well actually I'm gonna have this memory from it and we're all gonna laugh at it one day how much we moaned about it and we're, we're not gonna remember the negatives we're just gonna think it was one tiny blip in our you know in a it's a little drop in the ocean in comparison to what we've got ahead of us I completely agree it's been a it's been a wild year but I think it's um it's all gonna be sunshine and rainbows soon 
it's so nice though when I I said this to you didn't I that I feel like when you come across someone who has that same mindset with things mm. with like the especially with the law of attraction that power of, of positive thinking and, and manifesting what you want into your life it's like oh you know what I know yeah. so you get it and yeah. it's and I really and when I meet these people I latch onto them I was like oh let's let's talk let's 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 swap stories let's let's hear your version what happened for you how did you discover this how have you put it to use in your life and it's just it's so nice to hear other people because you said this it it can come across very wishy-washy and and I don't really bang on about it unless it's like you you test the water in a conversation and they'll they'll say so you're like oh okay you're one of us yeah go on about it a bit more but otherwise I don't really say anything because I know some people are a bit like oh there we go is she the positive thinking again yeah you know how can I how can I be positive when this is happening I just think well read the secret that's all I can I know. say it, it, it honestly is a game changer for me oh massively I know I've shared a few of my things that I've manifested in my life and I've shared them with people who do not follow at all what I follow and they've gone yeah but do you not think it was just because of this and I've been like uh no I don't I actually don't think it was because of that and they're like yeah but it's probably just you know it's probably just a coincidence I'm like yeah but it's not a coincidence it's because I asked for it and I'm not I always get so like no no, no you have to believe it <laughs> and now <laughs> I, you know, so hard, I've got to give up I've just got to be like we've all we've got our different beliefs here but no I exactly the same as you as soon as I find someone that completely gets it and is on that wavelength I'm like isn't this so exciting it's funny because in the book as well it says how you know all these people that are in on it and yet so many people don't know and that's how I found like how how does everybody not know this how is it not sort of shouted from the rooftops mm. that all you need to do is just uh, just be positive and just be very clear about what you want and then have that faith and trust that it's going to work out for you and uh, yeah it's, it just blows my mind it really does do you know what I actually did with it as well mm. there's a there's a section in the book about um like health and and, um, and and weight as well. And mm. I, m- my sister and I always, we always talk about food all the time. Yeah. Like, what have you eaten today? Oh, I've been really naughty. I've had this, I've had that. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd put on some weight a few years back and I just thought it was you know a bit older now this is probably the size I'm meant to be and I didn't really think too much of it but since then I've always been a bit like oh I should probably not eat that you know or I should be I'll try and be good this week and I'd go through these phases would never do anything different but I'd have that mentality after I read The Secret I was like oh okay I just need to believe that I'm thin and I will be and I I said this to my sister I was like right I've, I've read this book and Apparently, I just need to believe that I'm the perfect weight and the perfect weight will come to me. So we're done. I'm going to eat what I want. No more diets. I'm going to eat exactly what I want and I'm, I'm going to lose weight. And she was like, oh, okay, you know, crack on. You see how you get on with that. <laughs> and I was stoned. It was like... Oh my god! I swear it was that because I I didn't do anything else different. No, but in my head I'd get up every morning like, oh god, you look great today. Yeah. And I just used to have this like really positive attitude towards myself. And I think, oh, I'll weigh myself this morning, and I go, no, I don't need to. I'm the perfect weight, so it's fine. I just won't. And I it just that. slowly came off me. And I to be fair I've ended up putting some back on now especially through lockdown but I feel like if I really harness that again I could probably do it again because I 100% believe that's what it was because nothing else changed nothing at all my diet didn't change and it just just slowly fell away because in my head I believed that I I was I was perfect weight now so I didn't need to worry about food anymore I love that so much I mean the thing is food is only energy do you know what I mean we're energy it's energy so it is only exactly. what you make it so if you make something bad I feel like it's then gonna have this negative energy that holds on to you like I think there is something about that I love yeah. that so much that's such a cool story you I love see that. things about like people almost blessing their mm. their like drinks and their food and not blessing it but sort of trying to channel the positivity 
actually into it so that yeah. it has a better relationship with their body when it goes in and I know you can buy like these coasters that I don't know what they have in them but it's you put your glass on it and it seems to sort of charge your drink with with good energy. is it like I've a crystal seen, kind of thing it must be yeah, yeah. You, you just sit your drink on it I've never got one but I've seen it before and I thought I'd be quite interested to try it because I'd be I really do feel like 10 <laughs> yeah, all around the house yeah. every drink yeah. putting them down on the coaster but yeah I just think you exactly what you said it's energy and if you have that better relationship with it it will then just be better inside your body and that's I think what happened yeah mental. I love that so much have you ever read the magic yes oh, I think see, that's the best one that is the one that changed my life that is the one yeah. I still can't get over this so you know the magic check yes so I wrote on that I and this literally I remember Chris being next to me when it when it happened and I was like he was like what and I was like you just have no idea so I really wanted 10,000 pounds and I wanted it to be exactly 10,466 pounds for some reason and I had it on my mirror and I looked at it every single day and I'd be like thank you for the money and then there was a point I had 10,000 in my bank and I was like oh my god but it wasn't just 10,000 I hadn't looked for ages and it was like 10,400 and something and I was like oh my god look at my bank and I just you know and you're like how has that happened how is that in my bank like it was just the weirdest thing like I'd never ever expected it to happen I didn't know how it was going to happen I just completely wholeheartedly thought I'm going to have 10,000 and it, it happened and my brain just blew up I was like yeah oh my god I can get anything that's the thing once you've done one you think oh yeah. this, this works I can do it to anything and they say don't they to sort of try it on small things because yeah it's easier to to believe in it and then once you realize that it, it works the universe doesn't know any limits everything's no. the same there's no there's what might seem big to you isn't big to the universe so if you ask for it and then trust that you'll get it I always love how it says that it's like when you order something online you don't keep ordering it until it turns up you order it and you know it's going to arrive so you just have to ask obviously there is some element of of work that you need to put into it as well it's not necessarily just going to fall at your feet but if you follow the signs that then come to you and and take the right steps you need Mm -hmm. to take it will just happen and it's yeah it's it's literally so simple I think the more you read about it sometimes the worse it is I think I started reading too many but that I started going oh so I can't do this I have to do this I can't do that I have to do that this has to be like this and I got very very strict and regimented in it that I thought I'm putting so many blocks on this now and I stripped it right back and was like all I have to do is ask for it believe it and it will happen but I also do have to do the work and I that's that's the magic came I read the magic quite a lot later than I should have because I read all these other books that really really thick book hundreds and hundreds of pages and they went into so much and then then I realized I'd gone too far and picked up the magic and I just I can't believe all the synchronicities that happened reading that book at the time I don't think I've ever spoken about this so at the time I really wanted a million YouTube subscribers this was quite a long time ago it was probably I think it was around 2014 and I it was when like Zoella and everyone were quite big on YouTube yeah yeah so it was around that time and I was like I really want a million subscribers and I you know you have to write down everything you want that was yeah. the top of my list and and I wrote all this stuff down and literally on day four Joe Sugg started following me and messaged me saying I love your videos and I literally was like Excuse me? <laughs> I was like what's just <laughs> happened and I, I was like running around not because it was like I wasn't I don't I can't explain what the feeling was it wasn't like oh Joe Sugg it was like oh my god the universe yeah. has just brought this person into my life for a reason and it really 100%. blew my mind I was like oh my god oh my god and I mean, we've we've met a few times since, but I mean, it's been, you know, nothing really ever came from it, but it was like, 
I don't, I, I can't explain the feeling that I got. It was almost like, oh my God, the universe totally has me here. Like yeah. it totally is on track with what I want. And so much happened during, during that phase. And I think the problem with me is sometimes I get so hard into it and then I drop and then I go, it's not yeah. happened yet. Like I, so much in the past I've gone, why isn't this happening? Why is this happening? And it was such a weird time back then. I remember I really wanted to get this 1 million subscribers and I wanted to be represented by Gleam and the owner or the CEO, whatever you want to call him, of Gleam started following me on Twitter as well. And it was all this weird stuff that started happening. But then, I don't know, I'm, I'm glad none of that did happen because if it did, I wouldn't have met Chris. I wouldn't have done Disney. Like I look back on it now and I think all of those things at the time, I felt a bit like, oh my God, it's happening. And then it didn't happen. And then I felt like, why didn't that happen? I'm really frustrated none of that, that worked out. But then actually the other day I looked at it and thought, it's so weird because if I had gone down that route, my life would be so, so different to what it is now. And I don't think I would have been ready for it back then. Yeah, that's a really good way of looking at it. But it's still, like you say, it's it's those signs that the universe mm. has got your back and that you are on the right track. And it's it's listening to what you're asking of it. And like you just said, it's so easy to go, oh, I've not got it yet. And that's when, as soon as you have that and you lose that faith, that's when it, whatever was might have been on its way to you yeah. will just stop because you've, you've lost the faith that you're going to get it again you have to believe in order to receive mm -hmm. so that's why things end up not happening because you you lose your faith in it and it is difficult to keep it but when you do it will 100% work every time it's just yeah. I say I don't use it all the time and I know like you say it's quite frustrating because I know that it will work if I yeah. do so I've sometimes I think well why am I in this position when I know full well the answer is to just ask the universe for it trust that I'm going to get it and it will work out but you just sometimes you just don't put it actually into use but that's that's so cool I love that I feel exactly the same thing I completely mm. get that reaction I I now weirdly I only use the law of attraction and asking for stuff on a small scale I don't know why like it'll be like I'll ask for a parking spot or I'll ask for something free or something really random. It will be just in a day that I'll be like, oh, I really want to see, like we get dolphins quite a lot in the Isle of Wight and I'll go, I really want to see a dolphin this morning on my way to work. And I'll see a dolphin or I'll see something. And it's the small things I'm asking for that happen. And then I go, why am like, I literally question myself, but why am I not asking for big things to happen anymore? Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know where it stopped, but I, I don't seem to be asking for a million subscribers or loads and loads of money. I seem to be just using it every day in a very small way. And that is so still, it's so magical to me when it happens. And I just, I stand there in awe and I'm like, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same though with the, I read the magic and it was really funny because I, I started reading it and I was doing all you know like the daily exercises yeah. that you get with it and I posted a picture on Instagram and my friend messaged me like not on Instagram she sent me a like a, a text message saying you look so happy at the moment and I was like oh yeah and it, it, the fact that it had radiated and come across through an Instagram picture mm -hmm. that I was I'd sort of turned a corner and and things were going well for me and it was because of this this sort of new attitude that I had in that you know gratitude and and recognizing the good things that surround you is just the key to success with everything and realizing as soon as you realize that what you've got is good you'll get more of it yeah that's exactly it that is that is the secret 
yeah that's literally as simple as it is that's when you it. Realize, yeah that's it we're, we're done we've got everything we want <laughs> but it is it's like as soon as you start realizing what you've got and you know how much of it you've got because I think there's there's really stupid things like I've got I've got both my legs and they both work and they both take me wherever I need to go and that's such a small thing but when you see someone in a wheelchair or not able to, to, you know, use their legs or move around with mobility, you start going, I'm so, I am so grateful for that. And then the universe yeah. goes, you're really grateful for that. You seem like you're really accepting all this gratitude. So let's, you know, let's give you more great things to be happy for. And yes, exactly. like, I've had problems with my eyes recently, which is why I'm wearing blue light blocking glasses right now. Um, I get headache great, now. Thanks. <laughs> it's a very <laughs> weird adjustment, but um I have had so many problems with my eyes recently and I went down to the beach and I stood there and I was like, I am so grateful for the fact that I can view all of this. And this is something yeah. that, you know, every single day I don't even think about. I don't even think about the fact that when I wake up in the morning, I can, I can see in front of me. And yet there's so many people in the world that don't have their sight that would kill to see what you can see. And just having the gratitude for something like that is such a huge deal and such a huge it just makes such a big change. Even if it doesn't bring about anything to you, it radiates happiness in you and it makes you feel so positive and so lucky. I don't know. No, I completely agree. I completely agree. And I think that's what people picked up on me is that I just suddenly seemed so much happier. It's because I felt like, well, I've got everything to be happy for. So Mm. why wouldn't I be? Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I completely agree. I remember going to get my nails done actually. And the girl that does my nails is, I, that used to back at home this was I'd known her for years and years and I went in she's like oh you're in a good mood I went I am my life's changed today and she went oh god and it was the day I did the secret so she's like oh what's happened so I went I went I've read this book it's changed my life I went in fact have you got your diary for next year yet and it was August sometime and she went yeah I went go and get it now and we're going to put this time next year we're going to reassess and see where I'm up to and see what's happening in my life and she wrote in her diary like Claudia life check or something like that and she went, well, what do you want to happen? I was like, I don't know, but something good will happen. I went, maybe I'll, be, maybe I'll meet someone, maybe I'll get married. And I was saying all these things. And then I went in, she, she messaged me saying, you need to come in because we're coming up to the, the year point. I want to know where you're up to because this is back at home. So mm. I, next time I was at home visiting my mum and dad, I went in to see her. And she's like, come on, then tell me everything, like, where are you up to? And I'd applied for Disney at that point. Oh. And I, so I told her, I went, well, I said, I've been working at this place and it's going really good. I said, but I've actually applied to go for a job in Disney. And she was like, and she's a massive Disney fan. And she lost her mind. She's like, I cannot believe you're doing that. And she thought it was the best thing ever. Oh. And we had this such this like lovely catch up and we spoke about everything that happened over the year. And yeah, it was great to just look back and go, yeah, I have come come quite a way actually even just yeah. in the space of 12 months I've already seen a difference in my life and how happy and positive I am for the future mm. it does make such a difference in your life it makes and it it inspires everyone around you because you you start yeah. thinking I want to be more like Claudia she seems so happy she's so positive I want to be more like that she's got everything going for her right now I want to be more like that and then <laughs> you know it's like a chain reaction everyone starts doing it and it becomes I don't know. I want, I wish everyone would read it and everyone would take something from it. Even if it's, if it, if it like feels so wishy-washy just to understand, cause it, it isn't, I don't think that the magic and the secret are that far-fetched. I think there's other stuff that is written is it feels more yeah, far-fetched. I agree. 
I think it's easy to to take in. I think you can mm. consume it and not feel like, no, this is a load of rubbish. You can, yeah. you can buy into it quite easily, I think. And I think it's just, it's the simplicity of it. It doesn't go any further than that. So it's more like, it's just a, a mindset shift rather than I'm going to become spiritual. I think when you first read it, it's like, oh, I'm just going to change my mindset and not be negative anymore. You don't know what you are capable of until you do try things and, and do slowly start to push your limits. Um, I mean, I've obviously banged on about this a lot, but I ran a marathon earlier this year mm. and in obviously the Run Disney one. And I didn't train because I just didn't. I got to America and I was like, this isn't going to happen. I'm not mm. going to be training. I tried to get out of it, um, but I couldn't. So I thought, well, I'll just turn up and I'll do 10K and I'll just pick up my medals. You know, yeah. thanks for turning up and, and that'll be it. And the last couple of days prior to the marathon I was getting so anxious about it and I just kept thinking like oh my god like um this is a really big thing that I'm gonna try and do here and I started to to shift my mindset and I thought what if I actually finish it like who's to say yes all right technically I shouldn't have been able to because I wasn't physically capable of in theory I hadn't trained I've never done anything like this before I'm not particularly fit but in my head I was like what if I just can? Who knows what my body is capable of when it actually comes to doing something mm. like this? And I started to visualize myself crossing the finish line as having ran the full race, not being swept up by the, you know, the bus at the end and getting taking me there. Yeah. I started thinking to myself, right, just see yourself crossing that finish line and and hold on to that and and that that belief that you actually could be able to do this. And, and I did, I just kept going and I crossed the finish line and it was exactly how I'd imagined it in my head as well, tears and all. That, and I just did it and I, it, that, it blew my mind that my body was able to do something that everyone would have told me it couldn't have done because I hadn't necessarily put in the work that it should have needed. But I think I just trusted in it and, and, and tested it and, it and it worked. There's a lot in that, it's mind over matter for one, but also the visualization thing there's what was that science um project that someone did where they basically tested a load of athletes and it was was it their muscles or their brain or something the brain doesn't know the difference that you're not physically running the the actual race and the the body reacted in the exact same way their heart rate went Mm -hmm. yeah I can't remember the ins and outs but I know exactly what you're referring to and it was amazing that they had the same reactions as though they'd actually run it I, what you said about it being mind over matter with a lot of things, that was how I felt during, mm. I felt like the biggest challenge of the marathon was the mental aspect of it. Yeah. You know, just the getting up and turning up and actually committing to do it. And then, and just getting myself through that distance. And you, you kind of go into yourself during a part of it where you just think, what on earth am I doing? You know, yeah. I don't know where I am. I've, I don't know what, what a point I'm up to, you know, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? And once you kind of get past that point, all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I've come so far. I remember getting to um, where the, where the run actually came into Epcot was right at the back of um, like the merch break room where obviously yeah. we, we all knew. And I remember coming through there thinking, oh my God, I've actually made it to here. And that was at like mile 25. So I had said to everybody that, you know, I doubt you're going to see me because I'm, I'm not going to make it that far. But if I got that far, I knew that I would finish. And as soon as I saw that break room, I was like, oh my God, I'm actually here. And I, I ran past, um, past the UK up to as far as 
um, past France. And all of a sudden I thought, I've done it. I can't. And it was just this crazy moment in my mind where I was like, my body has actually allowed me to do this. Like, how am I still going? Because I can't get up the stairs without having to like pause for breath. Yet because I set my mind thinking I want to do this whole distance, even though I physically shouldn't really be able to do that that amount. I want to do it and I'm going to do it. I'm going to cross the finish line. And it just kept going. And they say, actually, I feel like it was you that said this to me. We had a conversation about this mm. before I did it, where you said um, that the point where you feel like you can't go any further, your body You've still got has 40% or something. Left. Yeah. yeah. And I 100% agree with that now because yeah. I can't believe I kept going as long as what I did. I remember we were talking about, was it the balloon lady? <laughs> and I was like, that sounds so scary that this balloon lady overtakes you. And it's like, you're done. It, I remember somebody sent me a screenshot of an Instagram story where someone had said that they got caught by the balloon ladies at mile mm. 16 or something. And I was like, oh my God, this is horrific. Like they yeah. are actually getting people and being like, no, you're out, you're done. Yeah. And I remember I did the 10K, because I, I didn't see them until right at the end. But I did the 10K and as we were lining up to, um, this was afterwards at the Princess Weekend, as we were lining up to start the race, I saw them getting into line and it was like this panic in my chest. I was like, oh my God, they're here. Oh my and God, the ladies are real. <laughs> I can't see those red balloons in Disney now without feeling so triggered. It's like PTSD. Oh my God. That was one of, I'd say the, probably the best days of my life just because of that sense of achievement and that, yeah. that overwhelming. I just felt like I was so powerful. I felt like I could take on the world after that day. I felt like I can't believe I've just done this. So there are no limits now to what I'm capable of doing. If you just set no. your mind, you actually can do it. Oh. What a wonderful human being Claudia is. She honestly is just such a happy, positive person. And I feel like her voice is so comforting. Like when I was editing this podcast, I just felt really at ease because her voice is just so soothing. So thank you so much, Claudia, for coming on the podcast today and for how inspiring you are. I honestly feel now like I could go and run a marathon. I'm probably not going to, but you've truly made me feel like anything is possible. I really hope that all of you listening have enjoyed this podcast today. And if you are enjoying this podcast it would mean the world to me if you could rate and review us on itunes and i will speak to you all next week for another episode